This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi. You are rolling with Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN. Yes, it's me. I'm back. John and Brad held it down for me. I'm so thankful, so grateful. Got down to Belize, saw the old man, the old man by the sea, I call Les Smith. We are back, and we are fully loaded. There's so much to talk about. I feel like I've been playing catch-up since I got back from Belize. Vols. Got a big win. How about those Tennessee Vols knocking off Alabama? We'll talk about that game. Everything that went down might be the game of the year already. And then you got the other side, John Martin, the other side of the state. And Memphis football, they've lost two games since I've been gone. We won't drag you back through the first one. John did a great job last week of going through that one, but they – Obviously, very disappointing loss at ECU. We'll get all into that and where the program stands at right now. Bills beat the Chiefs. That was a statement game. And then Ravens, Packers, Bucks, Niners all lose yesterday, dropped to 3-3. Three and three. What the hell is going on, John? Giants are 5-1. and one. I get back. The NFL's turned upside down. Yeah. Um, I will give only one of those teams a pass. Which one? San Francisco, I will give a pass. Losing to Atlanta? They, were, they have no defense. Their defense is non-existent. Like they're all—all all of them are like invalids. They're banged up now. Should they have competed more than they did? Yes. Atlanta, yes, Atlanta, which is undefeated against the spread, mind you. That only has two weapons. They have two weapons: Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Yeah, but don't forget about the great Marcus Mariota. I mean, battling. The, yeah, he is he leading. Is, perpetually battling is Marcus Mariota. Uh, yeah, Patty called that one. Patty was 4-1 this week. I hear Patty had a very good week. Patty, I you, knew that before you said it. All he needed to do was get his partner up out of here that was dragging him down. Maybe uh, I should take another week <laughs> off. And but, you'll be right back where you need to be. But, yeah, it was a uh, – 4-1 week. Congratulations, Bucks, Patty. Bucks have no business losing to, to the Pittsburghs. Because with Trubisky, by the way, Kenny Pickett went out second half. Saw uh, that. Yeah, that was, uh, that was completely embarrassing. Uh, Ra- you know, look, Ravens were favored, but perhaps they were overvalued in the spot, right? I think that's possible. Giants were four and one. They were at home. You know, maybe Lamar they, blew it. Maybe they are actually not bad. Yes, the, the Lamar did blow it. Um, Ravens are in free fall. The Ravens are in absolute free fall. Uh, so yes, we'll get into all that on the show. Chiefs Bills was a classic. That was a great football game. Yes, it was. That was a great football game. Alabama Tennessee. That was a great football game. Yeah, I guess, man. I mean, oh yeah, I can I'm, tell which side of it you were on I, already. Well, I'm even on a personal side, right? I did not want Tennessee to win that game, bro. Okay, I didn't. Just I, give it to them. They're I, good. I think they, they, We've they said Heupel's doing a good job. We've given them that. Now it's it's past that. But you know, now it's how good can they be? My, my whole entire it's like it's like TikTok knows. Like when I pull up my TikTok now, it's like all I see is like Tennessee stuff. 
Fitz is playing the uh, fiddle to the you know Rocky Top song. Well, everything and, out of out of Knoxville went viral, so that's why it's it's clouding up your TikTok. The uh, goalposts were in the Tennessee River, all that. Uh, I didn't saw somebody go pick them up or something? I don't think so. I thought some scuba team was going in to, to uh, pick them up and to cut it up into pieces and sell it. Oh, uh, maybe so because Tennessee yeah, is asking for money. Tennessee is saying for, help us pay for new goalposts. That's not a joke. No, they literally tweeted yesterday. Hey, you remember those goalposts you threw in the river? Oh, what's a good time to do it? People, all of them got money to give to that cause. But what no? I'm saying though is like Tennessee football. Really, you're asking for money? You you make what fifty million dollars a year from the SEC, if not more, and you need a hundred bucks from the alumni? This is ridiculous, man. You know that's what Memphis should do for the Liberty Bowl, Simmons Bank. They should say, Hey, y'all like that new stadium idea? Here, give. That's like you being mad at Giannato for the swindle against Ben Hogan, the one you vetoed. And it Same could not. Thing. Tennessee, Tennessee's getting the swindle. Though people will pay for it, you go ahead and do it. But but look. Don't hate the player. In that, And they're going to happily pay it. In that instance, how right was I to lead that charge? Because Ben Hogan is undefeated. Oh, I did not mean to take you back there. I'm just saying, Ben Hogan You've should thank me. You've continued to watch that since and, that uh, yes. trade was vetoed. Yes. yes. Ben Hogan should thank me for that. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we have a lot to get to on the show today. Mike Wall is going to join us at 1125, and maybe he will help us diagnose what is wrong with Green Bay. Is it fixable? They, they can't protect uh, Aaron right now. He can talk about that, having played that, that position offensive line. They are struggling to yes. protect Aaron Rodgers. So we'll talk to him about that around the NFL with him at 1125. Then uh, Jason Fitz is going to join us at 125, get his thoughts on Alabama, Tennessee, get his thoughts on the NFL. Uh, Titans getting a new stadium. I saw it. They have a deal. Uh, the Titans are going to come up with $800 million of that $2.2 billion. Um, I don't know where the other $1.4 is going to come from. State going to come up off something. $1.4? Half a billion. I don't know where the rest is going to come from. That's crazy. I thought me. I read or heard somewhere it's going to be about half a billion from the state. That's crazy. But, I, you know, I look forward to the to, to the day that FedEx Forum gets its share. We get our check yeah. from the state. Because if help with FedEx form now a, a basketball there's no arena, way you're not doing that a basketball arena will cost less right significantly so it's okay. a brand new stadium uh, uh, with the intentions of getting a Super Bowl they don't need half a billion they probably need you know hundred million 150 million I would I don't know I don't know what renovation I feel like it you know would be in that price range but you don't want to lose the Grizzlies right if you're the state of Tennessee that's an NBA franchise in your state the only one so. I would think that would be of great importance to them. Exactly. So we shall see. Uh, so that is the show today. But, man, we got a lot to get to. Let's do Cap or No Cap. Cap. It means lion, but built different. Now it's Cap. I'm going to say Cap. For No Cap. I'm going to say that that's No Cap. On 92.9's Jason and John Show. Well, first of all, welcome back to uh, Mr. Belize. Thank Jason you. Smith. Thank it's you. good to have you back in studio. Thank you. On my toes, feel like I'm playing catch-up, going to do my best here. There's a lot to take in. Yes. Um, both of you over the last couple weeks have done an admiral job uh, doing solo work, so thank you both. Uh, let's start with Memphis football. I guess we'll get this out of the way. Memphis football oh. has lost its... Luster, is that cap or no cap? Jason, I'll start with you. Mm. Well, it's no cap. I can't dress this up. Uh, very disappointing last two games. Obviously, I wasn't here to talk about the Houston loss, but the fact that is that you had leads in both of them and blew it. And what it's – John, it feels like it's becoming characteristic of this program, quite frankly, under Ryan Silverfield. Now, you can – again, I've been gone. You can uh, get me on the details of this. but it, it, And I realize, too – you know, not having Quindell Johnson, I think, is big for that defense 
in that game. Your best defensive player, you know, he tried to give it a go. He's got the hip pointer, can't go. So, 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 you know, you're banged up. Yep. That said, again, you had leads in these games. And for me, what I see, I watched all that game. Watched that thing go into overtime. And, and again, still felt like, okay, there's the, they're going to pull this out. I mm-hmm. felt like the time. And, and why? Because here's where I'm at. Tell me if I'm wrong. Those players are playing their asses off, it feels like yeah. to me. Like it's not an effort thing. I feel like it's a leadership thing. Whether it's going for a two-point conversion against Houston or, in this case, John, there, there, there was one where that ECU player hadn't caught that ball. I looked over Ryan Silverfield half expecting him to be raising hell. This is late in that game, yep. uh, right? ECU's going in for the, 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 the score to go up. And that, that catch is clear. And, and the announcers are saying it's not a catch. And, and I'm looking at Ryan Silver. Is anybody talking to him from the booth? But back to the point, it's a damn shame because, again, you get players who are fighting their tails off, get you back in a position to win that game, and you come up short. And what is it now? Six and six for Silverfield in these games decided by three points or less. And no, I'm not asking for a 10 and two record. But what I'm asking is when you've got guys who are leaving it all on the line for the most part, you know, those small things, John. Mm-hmm. that are in the hands of the coaches, those decisions, right, those times to raise hell where it might actually help you and help you win a football game, I'm not seeing enough of Ryan Silverfield coming through in those moments for a team that I feel like is battling. Am I off here? No, not at all. Um, and these were these were wins you didn't even blink about three, four years ago, right? East Carolina, you know, if you're up 19 in the fourth quarter against Houston, um, these things were not happening, right? I mean – you're up 17-0 against East Carolina. You're supposed to win that game. You're up 19 against Houston in the fourth quarter. You were supposed to win that game. Calkins went through it. Tigers have lost nine of their last 16. They're 5-7 and seven in the conference over the last two years. This is a, a, a program that played in an AAC championship game. This is a program that won in the AAC championship game a year later. Uh, that was very much, not that long ago, the class of the AAC. The AAC hasn't gotten better. Memphis has gotten worse. That is, that is the, fact, the fact of the matter. It's not like UCF became something that they – UCF's probably come down a peg, if we're being honest. Cincinnati has gotten better. You know, they kind of just took the place of what UCF used to be, right, as the, one of the torchbearers there. Houston has gotten worse. Um, so I, I think – you know, the league has mostly been what it has always been. It's just that Memphis has, has regressed. Memphis is, as, as a program has regressed. In the three years before Ryan Silverfield, uh, Tigers went 19-5 and five in the AAC. And, and you, get to, you get to the Ryan Silverfield era, and every game is a, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, it's, it's just like you used to go into this thing. And, and look, maybe we will point – to the Mike Norville era and say that was the outlier, right? That was the anomaly of Memphis football. Um, I, I, guess, I guess that's possible, you know, because Justin Fuente inherited, of course, a, a very different program, so it's hard to say what that should have been. Uh, Mike Norville elevated it. But Silverfield was inheriting a great and a very healthy program. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that is the difference there, right? That could have continued. That could have been sustained. The program was in great well, shape. Well, especially when you feel like you've hit on the quarterback. Right. You've got the most important position on the field licked, right. as you would say. Um, not even a question about it, you know. And, you know, the play call there to, to, on the, on the, on the uh, two-point conversion when Seth Hennigan has done everything for you and you give it to the running back. And I know it was an RPO, whatever. But it's just like, man, just 
and, 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 I, and, I, and I'll say this to him blue in the face, I will always live with a play that doesn't work as long as it's in the hands of my best player. If it's in a big moment, mm-hmm. right? Like if, 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 I'm, if I'm the Buffalo Bills last night, right, and it's, you know, fourth and goal, and it wasn't. They ever got to the situation. But if it's fourth and goal and they hand the ball off to Devin Singletary, I'm going to say, what the hell are we doing? Why is Josh Allen not have the ball in his hands, yeah. right? Yeah, that's fair. And in this case. Hannigan's having a good game. Was he over 400 yards? Right. The, 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 Ryan Silverfield handed the ball off to Devin Singletary instead of letting Josh Allen go for the win. I, I will always live with that. So that's the those are the those are the ones that drive me crazy, man. When um, it's just like you know, it's so obvious that uh, and look, I think it's it's a really bad sign because you have former players, some who even played under under Ryan Silverfield, they are now coming out on Twitter after that game, and I think Kadarian Jones said something along the lines of, "This isn't how we left. We it. didn't leave it like this." Yeah. yeah so. uh, Calvin Austin said that was the two point conversion call, a gap run. Like, that is, to me, really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the fan base sentiment has turned really negative. Um, and can, how, mu- how much can you restore, you know, where we were before Houston with a win over a ranked Tulane team? Not, uh, that, that's not asking us where your confidence level is, but can you get some of this back if you uh, yeah. go and knock off yeah. a ranked Tulane yeah, team? Yeah, I think now? so. What's I think so. 25th now. Because what? then you set up a chance to, do, to beat UCF. Mm-hmm. In Memphis, and if you do that, then yeah, I, I, I but I, I, I do think that you don't sense a team that's building towards something or being, you know, you sense a team that right now is starting maybe is teetering yes. in terms of its belief in, yes. all right, can we get things done? What happens when we have a lead? We've blown a couple now in a row. No, it's insidious, you know, right? You know, it starts to sort of creep in every time you take a lead. Like, are we going to be able to hold on to this? And you know, look, I think the fans are starting to make up their minds. You know, and I think once you once you have that happen. It is hard to reverse. They could, um, but you're talking about attendance now. You're talking about all these things and financials. And, you know, it's just kind of like these two things are, are, are butting heads a little bit, right? Like you have all this on paper ambition to have the stadium and the renovations and get into a Power 5 conference, right? But you're sinking in your current league, right? So it's like those two things don't really match. Um, and, I, and I think that, you know, dwindling attendance, dwindling on-field performance, big ambition. Like, it's not, you know, the math ain't mathin' there. So I don't know, man. I think it's – it's I don't think it's over. Um, but, look, I think there are other things to consider. Like, what about Seth Hennigan after this season? You know what I'm saying? I know that's like looking ahead here, but like what? Well, back back to the point when you start to get back to that belief level. We got other things we got probably got to move on to. But when you get back to that point of belief level and whether or not you know you, you talked about former players saying, "Man, what's happening? We didn't leave it like that." When you got the current ones 100%. saying close games haven't gone in our favor here, it's unfortunate. You know, starting to set in maybe with him. Okay, what's the issue here? Does he start to again question the leadership? Back to your point again, with him again, you have another mediocre season. Exactly. You're exactly right, and you, I mean, folks pulled on him last year. Yep. In terms of, are you happy? Can we get you all that? You're in a situation where you have two straight years of mediocrity, and maybe a, a, a quarterback questioning the leadership or some of the calls, or why can't we break through in these close ones? Yeah, John, you'd think the the possibility of that goes up again. Uh, uh, can you still avoid that? Possibly. But you're pointing in the wrong direction right now. Yeah. 
Tennessee should be the number one team in the country. Is that cap or no cap? John, you want to start? I, I refuse to start. I will not start this topic. Number one, Jason? No, but they got a case. They got 15 first-place votes, and I'm not going to say the people that voted them number one are crazy. I think it's – I think the stat – I don't have it in front of me, but I, I read it over the weekend. It's four, four teams they've faced. At the time they faced them, they were ranked. Uh, that's more than Georgia. It's more than anybody else. So the, that's what the people that voted them number one this week are sort of falling back on. Uh, that said – no, you can't put them that high. I, I, I still have you know, Georgia above them. That said, how can you not be impressed with what they've done? I mean, here's a, they did that without Cedric Tillman. They did that without their best receiver. Mm-hmm. And I know some of this, and, and, and I bet I'm on here, you know, is, is Alabama, the penalties, everything else, what are you doing? But you can't do anything but give the Vols the credit. Again, what was it, 15 straight losses? You snapped the streak. Um, that's pandemonium up there, and Hendon Hooker has just been an absolute revelation. So, uh, no, they should not be number one. That's cap. But they number three, they've done every. They absolutely deserve to be where they are. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously a, a, a historic win for them over the weekend. Um, a classic game, one of the best I've ever seen, one of the best you've ever seen in college. I mean, it was like two epic, legendary performances from two great. Quarterbacks, Bryce. Yeah, Bryce was awesome, bro. If and I, you knocked him off. If I'm the Carolina Panthers, I am like selling everything I can right now to make sure that I can get him because he is a franchise-changing quarterback. And Hendon is is I think Hendon is a pro as well. Uh, but Bryce was doing it's things with Carolina because you know they got Corral as well, don't they? Yes. Yeah, he's better than Corral. So you just put just bring them in together. Oh yeah, no Corral ain't ain't like you know line him up I, at no, receiver. I, 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 he's better. Yeah, but I, I guess you I guess you throw everything away. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, if you don't, if, I'd have to consider. What, what you going to draft, man? Uh, well, I mean, you uh, don't even uh, know defensive on that lineman. Yet. I mean, he. There's you think Bryce is that? That can't miss. That dude is still slight of build and is. everything else. But he was uh, he doing. He is poised as he gets. He was. I, I like him. I just, my doubts. And I the, sub doubts. The on other him. guy I like NFL just real guy. quick, Caleb Williams at USC. Yeah. He's he's he reminds me of Patrick Mahomes. He's got some Patrick Mahomes in him. Regardless, yeah, I don't think Tennessee should be number one, but I think they are in the conversation for the the you know a, a real legitimate shot, obviously, to go to the playoff. Um, obviously, you got to get through Georgia. I mean, that's part of it. But, you know, I, I, I really do. I think Tennessee is legit. I think we've kind of said that all year long. I mean, it's not like uh, this is a huge surprise. I think Nick I've Saban. I've been on this Tennessee train all year long. I think Nick Saban had some real flubs. Um, uh, th- th- there were some things that were happening in the course of that game that I just thought, I, I mean, you watch Alabama under Nick Saban, they're just not characteristic of those teams. They committed penalties like it was like every other play. And I thought the last offensive drive, I thought there was just so many mistakes. Yes, Bryce Young was absolutely incredible, and you should have put the ball in his hands as much as they did. But given how easily Tennessee was moving the ball on you, mm-hmm. and they were, like they were going to that damn wide receiver, like it was, that was the other thing. It's like they were not making any adjustments on that kid. I can't remember his name because he had like four or five touchdowns. Um, like given, given how easy they were moving the ball on you, you should have done your damnest to – Milk that clock down to zero. You got first and ten at their thirty. You're you're tied. Hyatt. Yeah, Hyatt. You should not be giving the ball back to Tennessee with any time remaining. And they throw they dial up three straight throws and, and all incomplete. I would at least run on first down and, you know, tick some time off, right? Make Tennessee. I don't remember if they had any timeouts left. Um, but it cost them. And then I, I also would have punted. 
I know that's crazy, but I would have not gone for the 50-plus yarder. How many college kickers are making 50-yard field goals on the road, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that like it has happened, but I would have rather played for overtime in that situation because I can win in overtime. I guess it's a new game. It's a new lease on life. What's more likely, I win in overtime or this kid makes a 50-plus yard field goal on the road to win the game, right? Because now you miss, and now Tennessee only has to go 30 to 40 yards, which they can pick up in a play and did. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So I would have – and I was saying that before he missed, right? I was saying that, like, he may make this. But I think the, I think the better play in, the, in terms of the probabilities working for you, punt, punt, have a great punt, down and inside the one, give yourself the whole field – and just force this thing into overtime, right? And then you get a whole new game. Anyway, uh, it was a very impressive win. Uh, am I happy for Tennessee? No, I'm not happy for Tennessee. But it's not my job to be happy for Tennessee, you know? Uh, they're a good football team. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you you need to be a good man and be happy. <laughs> Would Tennessee be happy, high, Would Tennessee fans be happy for and be, Memphis if no, they got a number but, one ring? But win? those of us that thought Tennessee could do something special this year and pointed at that game in Knoxville said they may have a chance here before the season – you're right. You know, You're uh, right. It, it, they've done everything to uh, to to earn what they've gotten. Uh, so yeah, no, I mean they're they're not number one, but they they have a say. They have a say on the Florida, playoff. LSU, Bama were all ranked at the time they beat them. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's Georgia's is just one. Oregon, it really, Ohio State's played three. It really feels like '98 again. Starting to. It really feels like '98. The Bills, the NFL uh, special here. That was the big game yesterday. It felt like a Super Bowl. The Bills are Super Bowl bound. Is that cap or no cap? You're going to start this one. Go ahead, John. I, 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 I'll pause here. Yeah, I think this there's is no a no-brainer. Pause here. It? There's yeah. never, it's never a no-brainer in the NFL. I, mm-hmm. I will say no cap, but I do I do want to leave some room for, for the Chiefs in a rematch. Like Tony Romo was talking about it yesterday. Like They are banged up in the secondary. They have a few guys on IR that maybe would make a difference uh, in a rematch. But it is so hard to pick against Buffalo. And there's one big reason for that, and the reason is their defense. Um, when they had to, whether it was Von Miller or Russo or wh- yep. whoever it is, you know, they were making plays that I just don't see Kansas City's defense making. Kansas City's defense is not that talented. It's fine. Spagnolo is a good defensive coordinator. He'll dial up some good stuff, and they got some good. They got some big stops yesterday when they needed to. Just one sack. Um, but yeah, they just didn't generate that pass rush, and they don't really have that playmaker in the secondary. Right? They just have a bunch of dudes that you know you never heard of. Um, whereas you know the Bills get Tre'Davious White back. They've got Poyer. Um, if they had Hyde, it wouldn't even be a question, right? But they've got Von Miller, who was wreaking havoc yesterday. Um, Two sacks. And then, you know, I mean, Josh Allen just makes the plays when he's got to, man. I mean, that hurdle, it, you know, Mahomes is amazing. He's going to get himself killed one of these times. He will. But, he, he, I mean, he is a player. Uh, you would take him all day long. You know, Mahomes is amazing too, man. I mean, he, 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 uh, he made one mistake yesterday. I don't even count that interception in the red zone. The receiver should have come down with that one, if we're being honest. Um he made one mistake, so you know that's. I, I think it, it will be another. It will be another classic. It will be. It'll be another ESPN classic. But yes, I would say right now, you know, barring some kind of crazy injury or something, you really can't pick against the Bills to represent the AFC. 
No, they're going to be there. And here's the thing. I used to hit on them about their run game last year, how they didn't have one. It was all uh, 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 Josh Allen-centric in terms of that run game, and he still runs it. John made that point. But Devin Singletary had 85 on 17 carries. Uh, five yards per carry was effective enough. You've added that. Then go over to the defensive side, and you see the Von Miller difference, which is what they hoped when they added him, right? You add him from a Super Bowl winner of the Rams last year. You're hoping he can do that for you, be that closer, as Tony Romo was calling him all game last night or yesterday afternoon. He ends up doing that, finishes it off with two sacks and gets those pressures. So they are as complete as it gets. And when you've got a guy as motivated as Josh Allen, the guy who can make statements, as long as they stay healthy, John, they're the team. And it's not just AFC, and now everything feels like runs through Buffalo. Um, it's going to be the Super Bowl. I'm, you know, I look at the Eagles. I, I, I look at the top teams in the NFC, and I just, even with the Eagles being the lone undefeated team, I still see a more complete team on that AFC side with Buffalo. So I, I don't think this is cap, and I know we, you know, we hesitate early in the season to crown folks, but. Buffalo's the team, man. Anything less than a Super Bowl win is a bust for them. Yeah, uh, I, as complete as it gets this year. Uh, yeah, uh, it's hard to it's hard to argue that. Stephon Diggs, Game Davis, Dawson Knox. I mean, the weapons were they came out to play yesterday on offense. You know, Gabe so, Davis. What he had? What did he have in that game last year? Was it four, four? touchdowns? Yeah, and they could, it was three for seventy four in a touchdown. Yeah, he, he was doing to the then Chiefs Diggs last year what uh, what Hyatt did to Alabama. It was very reminiscent of that. Like, they just could not stop the dude. And every time you looked up, he was in the end zone. Then Crazy. take off the little bit of difference that Tyreek Hill. Okay, I know yeah. I know the Bills are playing for the big plays, but when you take off that big playability, yeah. you know, it, it just limits you a little bit. Uh, Romo was spot on, too, with that game would be in the 20s and everything else. Yeah. Uh, he is so good. Uh, we'll come back. Mike Wall is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him. Maybe he can help us figure out what's going on with the Green Bay Packers. Is this salvageable? Uh, get a, get his thoughts on around the NFL and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 FM, ESPN. You know, one of the cool things that's uh, cool about betting on the NFL is that you can always find new player props or game props that you like. And what's cool about doing it on FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. It's perfect for tonight's game. You can bet a little when you're a nice little tank of gas. Go Justin Herbert over on the passing yards. How about Austin Eckler to score an anytime touchdown? Jerry Judy, I'd go under. Uh, they've been struggling. I'd go under on his receiving yards. That's how you put together the same game parlay, and it's just one of the reasons why I bet with FanDuel. They make it easy even for an old guy like me. The live betting's fun. They've got the fast withdrawals, and they're back in your account quick. Odds boosts and specials. There's no feeling like nailing the same game parlay bet, so lock in that bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers, too, get 150 bucks in free bets, win or lose, with promo code JSmith. Again, that's promo code J-S-M-I-T-H. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL and of night. 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fan.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1 800 889 9789. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mike Walls, a former Pro Bowl offensive lineman, played 11 seasons in the NFL for the Packers, the Panthers, the Seahawks. He's now a skill development specialist, founder of processtoperform.com. Also host of the On My Block podcast with former Packers great of mine, Green. You can find him on Twitter at MikeWall68. He joins us now like he does every Monday. And before I ask you, Mike, the truth about the Green Bay Packers and where they're sitting at right now after that loss to the Jets, the game of the, uh, of the day yesterday, obviously in KC, a classic. Buffalo knocks off the Chiefs 24-20 on the road. Uh, Bills now tied for the second-best record through six games in franchise history. Feels like the AFC title game runs through Buffalo. I don't know, Mike, anything you see in Buffalo right now that you don't like, is that the team from the AFC that's going to be in the bowl? That's the question we're asking today. Yeah, I lo- actually, I love that it's going through Buffalo. I think that, you know, it's one of those deals where if they went through Kansas City last year, that playoff game, having the playoff game in upstate New York with that crowd, that fan base, the Bills Mafia breaking, t- you know, jumping off RVs and breaking tables, I think it's just going to be an electric atmosphere. I, certainly that was my pick uh, going to the Super Bowl from the beginning of the season. I've been looking forward to hopefully them hosting the AFC championship, championship game, hopefully against the Ravens or the Chiefs. Uh, they look so good. Um, I, I don't know if you guys heard about the safety who took a 15-hour car ride because his, his, his ribs were up. Yeah. Uh, made him not unable Poor to fly. So he took yeah. a 15-hour car ride down there. What a stud. <laughs> I mean, you just got to love everything about these guys. Yeah, What? What? I, I guess in, in terms of the, the game yesterday, um, you know, Tony Romo kept talking about how different a rematch would look uh, because Kansas City – you know, he was sort of reassuring Kansas City fans, like, even as the game was far from over, it's going to be fine, it's going to be fine, almost like foreshadowing that they were going to lose today, but that maybe a rematch might look a little different. Um, how different would a rematch look, at, at least in terms of what Kansas City would be able to do defensively? I just don't know what the answer is to Josh Allen, to be honest with you guys. Now you can you can make the you can make the the Kansas you know excuse me the Buffalo Bills one dimensional, but they they kind of are already. He's their leading rusher. I mean he's 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 so it's like if you were going to design a quarterback out of all the best you know parts of all old quarterbacks, it's like he's got the best arm. He's in, he's huge. His 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 IQ his football IQ is enormous. I mean, but he's just got an absolute. I mean, those both those guys just have absolute cannons. But he looks like a six foot five, two hundred and fifty pound middle linebacker. I mean, he can—he's just so capable uh, from in the pocket, out of the pocket. 
He's got, you know, Stephon Diggs has just turned into this world beater at, at, uh, at the receiver position, really unlocked the potential of, of Josh Allen, to be honest. I mean, he's, it's, the world has never been the same since Stephon Diggs took that free agent contract to go up there. Yep. Mike, what's a win like that do when you've had that one circled since before the season, right? You've, you've wanted that payback for a while. You know it's an arrowhead. you got to go up there and, and, and knock off the team that beat you. What, what's a win like that do for a team's confidence, your, your belief level that, you know what, th- this is the year for us? I think it affirms what a lot of those guys already were thinking, that they're, that they're a really good football team, that uh, they have the, the capability of going to the Super Bowl this year. They have the talent level of certainly the, the play of the defensive line, bringing in Von Miller and kind of what he's added, what he added to the game yesterday as far as being able to pressure and, and, and get on and beat Wiley and get on top of uh, Holmes a couple times and, and even, you know, force the, the turnover at the, in the last play of the game. You just look at those guys now, and, and if you're sitting in that lock, locker room, you're going, okay, great. If we this thing plays out the way that we want it to, we, we took care of business down here. We're going to be hosting that, that game. We don't want to look too far ahead, but now the road does run through Buffalo, and we feel really good about our, our chances against anybody coming in. I've played in that arena. I've coached in that arena. That is a tough place to play. I can't imagine what it will be like in January. Like It's almost worth trying to get tickets right now, playing a plane flight at the Buffalo, in hopes that you can be a part of that atmosphere. It's going to be incredible. Uh, Mike, where where do you start in diagnosing what is wrong with Green Bay's offense? <laughs> well, yesterday it's easy to start up front, but I'll tell you what, it really just it seems like um, they're putting there's a lot of square pegs and round holes that are trying to get meshed together right now, and it just doesn't make a lot of sense. They got beat uh, really, really badly. Uh, up front by the offensive line. I don't think they ran the system that fits the strengths of their players and kind of uh, minimizes the strengths of the opposing team. There are some things that the New York Jets do extremely well on defense, and I think probably number one amongst those is penetrate on the defensive line with guys like Williams and, and Carl Lawson coming back from that big injury. And we just did... I was shocked to see how we tried to play those guys up front. Uh, it wasn't surprising, given the way that we played, that Aaron Rodgers was pressured all day. Well, uh, losing a guy like Randall Cobb, and I think I saw from Rappaport where the ankle's not broken, it's a high ankle of sprain, but you're going to have him gone for a significant amount of time. It's one of the guys you're most familiar with, obviously, if you're Aaron Rodgers. You know, in terms of getting on the same page with some of those young receivers, is it, is it, is it taking too much time? How much of a setback is losing Cobb? I mean, I, I like what Laz, you know, Alan Lazard's done for the most part, but it still doesn't feel like he's on the same page. still feels like he's missing Devontae. Well, I'm sure he is missing Devontae. And it's one of those, it kind of feels like everyone's looking around like, oh, we have to work now. Yeah. Devontae's not our answer anymore. Like, we have to we have to design plays that are going to work with regular people. Or, you know, I know these people are exceptional, but compared to Devontae, he's got a bunch of regular, regular guys running out around there. The thing that is really surprising if you're a Green Bay Packer in the locker room, or if, or a fan, I suppose, is that your best player on offense is Aaron Jones this year, and it's not even close. I mean, there's no debate. And he touched the ball like three or four times in the first half. And and what happens, guys, when, when you're in a locker room and you're in a coaching staff and you're you're struggling on offense and then you can't put your foot in the ground and go, you know, we need to we need to get Aaron Jones the ball more. He's our best player. He's averaging over six yards a carry going into the game. And he touches the ball three or four times in the first half because, you know, those three or four touches don't go as planned and, and you kind of – go away from what you said you were going to do early in this game. From 
what that does to the rest of the team and with the offense in particular is it makes you go like, wait a second, are, are we? Do you, are you saying we're not good enough to run these plays? Like, why are we switching what we came in to do in the first half because things aren't working initially? Like, do we, you know, do we not have any kind of commitment to our cause here? And I, I think right now they're going. The Packers are going through an identity crisis, not understanding exactly what it is they want to hear they're capable of becoming. Uh, we're talking to Mike Wall here, former Pro Bowl offensive lineman, joins us every single Monday here on the show. Um, Tom Brady came back for this. I mean, Tom Brady risked it all for this just to lose to the <laughs> Mitch Trubisky-led Pittsburgh Steelers. They're at 500 right now, and none of it really makes sense. Um, is this a thing like an NBA team where you know you have a bunch of vets who who've won championships and who don't care about the regular season and will turn it on when they need to, or is there something deeper here with the Bucks? We can't minimize the amount of injuries they had they had up front uh, and the guys that they lost lost from last year. Ryan Jensen mm. is you know was probably arguably the best center in the league last last couple of years. In my opinion, maybe he's not the most technically sound center in the league, but from what he brings from an attitude standpoint. He was a game-changer on that team for sure. Certainly losing Gronkowski you know, at the receiver position, they've had injuries. Antonio Brown leaving last year. Like they, They're not the same team on offense. They're just not. And uh, you saw the frustration boil over him, you know, him yelling at his offensive line yesterday, which, I, you know, I've, I've, I've never been yelled at by a quarterback that way. Uh, I, every time I see him do it, even when he was doing it in New England, it kind of makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but um, I can see what you can see where – you, you have these really high expectations. Listen, Tom Brady's not going to – he loves the game, but he's not coming back to do anything but win championships. So if it, if it looks like you know, they're strained from that, you're going to see some visible frustration from a 45-year-old guy who's going through all this – you know, his life for the first time really ever is kind of being thrown around in, in the media for reasons that he probably doesn't want disclosed. And uh, there's a lot of pressure on the guy. And I know he's been – you know, and he's the greatest of all time. He's got through all these – he's had all these Super Bowl victories, and he's, and he's a legend in the sport, but – in the moment, in the present, all you care about is winning this game. And, and when things aren't happening and you're just not as effective as you want to be on offense, you're searching for answers and, you're, and you've been through it so many times, you can't figure it out right now, then it is a really, really frustrating sport to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, Giants trail the Ravens, come back and win the game 24-20. They're now 5-1 and one under Brian Dable. I'll ask you, Mike, is this for real? Is it pointed in the it, – it's, it's clearly pointed in the right direction. Can the Giants remain in the hunt in the NFC East, or is this a deal where you start off hot, you've knocked off some bad teams? Ravens obviously not bad. Uh, maybe it you know, quivers out a little bit later on. What do you think for the Giants? I think that Brian Dayball is going to be – you know he might be the coach of the year, not just the rookie coach of the year. Yeah. Uh, he, that team plays with conviction. That's something that I saw with the Jets team this week with Robin Salah, but uh, you, you saw it last week when the – and the Packers played the Giants. You've seen it all year from those guys. The first, the first game of the uh, of the year, they they showed it. You know, Brian Dable has that team playing with conviction. They believe in what they're doing, and it's probably for the first time for a lot of those guys on that team, first time in a long time. Yeah. And it's just, it is really like this is why we love sport, guys, because you get to see a group of people and a franchise that has historically in the last decade struggled. They haven't played up to their potential. Their individuals haven't come together and played as a unit. And you found this guy that is crystallizing them. They have blue players on their team in that franchise that are just just compelling the rest of them to play up to standard. And it's just amazing to see. I'm a huge fan. I don't think they're going to beat the Eagles. I don't. You know, yep. We're talking about all this. They're not going to win the NFC East. But are they a playoff team? Are they better than the Dallas Cowboys? I. It's going to be really close this year. I, I think they're a really good team, and I, again, I just love what Dayball's doing. 
Mike, when, when, when you were playing, how soon did you know when you came across a new coach, right? W- what did he need to prove to you, or how soon, whether it was the way he addressed you guys, right? Could, 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 how soon did you know? Could you tell, okay, this guy's different, you know, in terms of some of the coaches that you played for? So everybody, what motivates athletes is different across the board. Sure. What was important to me was that I wanted to walk into the room and feel like this person could add value to my life. Like I wanted to feel like I, I wanted to say he's a, he's in this discipline. He has an extremely high IQ and I'm going to become a better player. He's going to help me be better. He's going to help this team win more games. Like what he is doing, the, the thought process behind how we practice, how we meet, how we recover, the game plans, everything is just going, everything makes sense. Because when you have guys like that, and not every coach is like that, and, the, and they're able to communicate in a manner that is applicable or, or consumable for everybody on the team, well, then you have a bunch of athletes that are all of a sudden really invested in, in that coach's process. And that's, that's how teams get good. All right, so tonight we have uh, another a division rivalry game um, after last night on Sunday night. Of course, the, the Eagles come away with the victory against Cooper Rush. Chargers-Broncos, this is as low a buy-low, it feels like, as you can have on a team with Russell Wilson at quarterback. Uh, what do you think about this game tonight? Is this a spot where maybe the Broncos go into a place where the home field advantage doesn't really exist and they can turn their season around? What do you make of this game tonight, Mike? I, I have the Chargers by whatever the spread is. <laughs> I wow. I, 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 don't think the, I just don't think the Broncos – unfortunately, you know, they've been on primetime a lot, so you have to – you know, you get if you want to watch football, you've been forced to watch them yep. recently. Um, they are not on the same page uh, offensively. They look lost. They look like they don't have any uh, belief in what they're running. Uh, they're, they're, you know, I, I'm not – I'm not the, the biggest Russell Wilson fan. I know he, he, he is a talent, though. He's certainly better than he's playing. And uh, Nathaniel Hackett, you know, I think it's really interesting, guys, when, when you, you just look at the track record of coordinators and coaches, and they're a Green Bay guy. I'm rooting for him. But you look at the track record of coordinators and coaches that come from uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks mm. and their next stop, they don't really – the, the track record is pretty tough. Yeah, you talk about all the guys from the Patriots, the guys from Peyton Manning and the Adam Gases, you, you, the, the Rodgers, you get to and, and Colin plays in Chicago and now Hackett. And it's tough when you go from the best in the world to whatever's next. It's just we were talking about Devontae and going to the next guy. Even though Russell Wilson's a high-level player, like he's not an Aaron Rodgers. And this, this scheme, everyone thought, would have been a great fit for his skill set. And it turns out it's a terrible fit for his skill set so far. Yeah. Hey, Mike, man, great stuff as always, man. Appreciate you, your time. Thanks, guys. He is Mike Wall. Joins us every single Monday here on the show. I don't know, man. Like, it's hard to look at Denver and think that they could actually win a game like this, but I think this is exactly the kind of game they win. Chargers are banged up defensively, right? Don't know Joey Bosa. The Denver defense is really good. Um, and. It's, it's not like L.A. is a tough place to play. Like, I'm not saying that they will, but it feels like you want to turn your season around. You don't look at this Chargers team without Keenan Allen and say, we can't beat them, right? I mean, it's a division game. 
And and and, and, and I know that defense doesn't, but I think what what Wall said is the key. Him and Hackett aren't aren't even close. They're in they're they're not even in the same room. But yeah. at some point, doesn't that have to change, right? I mean, it's Russell. Well, it is Russell Wilson. No, because I think what Hackett we, we talked about coming over from Green Bay, and it's Aaron Rodgers, and it's getting the ball out. What that is compared to what Russ is, which is holding on to the ball, trying to make the big play. Yeah, those two are not jiving right now, and I just I I, I don't see it getting on track. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, San Diego's excuse me, L.A.'s banged up, but I. I just don't see where it all of a sudden gets back on track. That thing looks like it's going to take maybe a year before it does. I'm not even sure Hackett's the guy. I come in here, I'm, I'm more convinced than ever of what you said week one on Hackett, that he's in over his head, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that ever gets right. So I, I think right. I just have more confidence in Herbert given chances, even yeah. without Keenan Allen, than I do in Russell Wilson, that offense right now. It's an absolute mess. And don't forget, I mean, Justin Herbert is Javante's probably— Javante's gone. Now it's Melvin Gordon. Yeah. You know. Herbert is probably one hit away from— He know. is, yeah, the, with the ribs. Yeah. It hasn't been much of an issue lately, but uh, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. I, I I think I could see a way that the Broncos cover the number. I mean, let's talk about this. Last night, Eagles up twenty to zero, absolutely killing the Cowboys, and the and the Cowboys had a chance. If Maher makes that field goal, they would be they would have covered. They would have covered the number despite being down twenty to zero, despite having their ass kicked and their teeth kicked in. Um, very rarely do blowouts happen like that in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. in a divisional game, yeah. it's just very. I'm not saying it can't happen, but I just don't. I would if this was the Chiefs, right? Broncos, Chiefs, no, I want no part of it. I think the Chiefs can blow you out. I don't think the Chargers can do it. That's just my opinion. Um, who knows if it happens or not? But uh, it's it's not a bad game. I actually, it'll be an interesting game. Maybe it's the Russell Wilson Renaissance. Who knows? I don't think so. Uh, we'll come back. Lots more to come here on the show. Grizzlies brought a uh, brought a, a big time player back. We'll get into that. And more on the show. NBA season kicks off for real this week. Right here on 929 FM ESPN. Stick around. Jason and John, 929 FM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more... 
You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I'm ESPN. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 